Welcome to Latino Reads, a weekly inspirational video podcast that highlights award-winning authors and leaders, exposes viewers to all types of books, and motivates thinking on a variety of topics. Your host is Maria Elena Cortez. Disfrute. Enjoy. Welcome to Latino Reads, and it is such an honor and a privilege to be here with Dr. Ana Nogales in Santa Ana, California. She is the founder of Casa de la Familia, mm -hmm. and many, many books and projects. Uh, you are helping so many people at so many levels. How are you? Good, good, good. We are. Casa de la Familia is not just me because we are more than 40 therapists, so yes. we, are, we are doing all of that hard work. But yes, you're the but founder, correct? Yes, I am the founder. I actually founded Casa de la Familia about 20 years ago. So it has been a long, long, long journey. And look at this table full of all of your your creations and the love of, of your profession. It really manifests that. Yeah, everything on the table. Actually, there are some more because I wrote some playwrights, one on uh, the stigma of mental illness and another one yes. on human trafficking, but how can I put them here? <laughs> I love those titles. I know one is the Sabios a Locos. The Sabios y Locos. Sabios y Locos. That is Todos the tenemos play. un poco, right? Yes, <laughs> okay. and es un dicho. It's right? That's why I took it. Yes. Yeah, because the stigma of mental illness in our communities is it's incredible and it prevents people from seeking help. So I thought about well, what can I do to make it, you know, more relax the issues so people can identify with uh, mental issues, mental health issues. So I created a family. It's totally fiction, but it's a funny, funny family. Mm -hmm. But they have all kinds of problems. So it's kind of uh, entertaining, entertaining. But, you know, people can identify, can see themselves in, in those issues that are presented. And then at the end of the play, they can talk to the, uh, the actors and actresses that stay in character, and they can ask questions. And then I moderate. So I can yes. talk about schizophrenia or panic attacks, anxiety, depression, whatever, whatever they want to talk. So definitely you are stimulating the thinking of of the audience and I'm the people that attend these I'm stimulating the minds and I'm stimulating them to accept that there are things that probably we don't feel comfortable but we need to talk about and human trafficking that's yes. a huge 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 uh, topic that we're seeing more and more now in the news and uh, I created a play based on real stories because here at Casa de la Familia we see, we see the victims victims of human trafficking that are uh, living the terrible traumas and I put together from several stories, I put one, which is fiction, but it's actually based in reality. Mm -hmm. And the intention of that one was for people to realize that, you know, human trafficking is happening. Because one thing, one thing is when they see it on TV, on the news, or in the newspaper, and something very different is when they see an actor or an actress talking about what happened to them. So they, they can see it more vividly. They can identify with that. Now, I know that's, that's the um, Don't Call Me Baby. Is yes, that the one? good. Yes, I remember that. What inspired you to, to name it that? Don't call me baby. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a, a fun name, but it's actually not. Mm -hmm. What happened is that when, uh, when uh, there's a victim of uh, trafficking, she loses her name. She's nobody. She loses her identity. She's just a piece of meat, let's say it. Yeah. And men that are abusing, because they are abusing her, they call her baby. So. In the play, she has a flashback when somebody's talking to her and say, hey, baby, and say, no, 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 don't call me baby. Because the baby, the, they mean calling her na baby, it brings her all the trauma of 
all of those men that went through yeah, her body, that went through her body, calling her baby. Wow. Well, you are so inspir inspirational, and you're making such a difference in your community. How did you uh, come out with the idea of creating the Casa de la Familia? Were, did somebody come up and ask for help? Did, did you just think about it because you want to help more people? How did that come about? Well, I started with my private practice, which I still have, but they were, uh, we started working with the victims of a crime program, mm -hmm. uh, Calvi CP. In, in California, it's a state program, and they work with victims of crime. And we could, we were able to offer services dire directly from them. So mm -hmm. we became an agency for CalBCP for victims of crime. Okay. And in order to do that, we needed to have a, a nonprofit organization, and that's how we started working with with uh, CalBCP. But from there, we not only serve victims of a crime from this program, but we also have a low cost program uh, so everybody can afford it mm -hmm. and we provide also training for different uh, universities so students are doing their master's level or their PhD they can come and have an internship here and that's how we can offer those low-cost programs and we also do um, um, training for domestic violence so we do the 40-hour training and we work with the Consulado de Mexico in Santa Ana here very close mm -hmm. here we are in Santa Ana now mm -hmm. but I have an office in Los Angeles and we work with that Consulado too and we provide services over there too and very soon in the Consulado of Guatemala too so we are expanding expanding and one of the, our last things that we are doing is that we're working with LAPD with the Los Angeles Police Department mm -hmm. and this is beautiful because what we do is that our counselors go with a DART program, so we go to uh, those women that are calling 911 mm. in a case of domestic violence, mm -hmm. so we can go and intervene right there when the action is happening. Yes. So those women will have access to uh, services and hopefully they will not go back to um, unhealthy relationships. Wow, Something fun. else that we are doing. What else? So uh, many things. It's not here. I forgot to put it here, but it's more. <laughs> I developed a curriculum. It's called Latina Power, but not Latina Power like my book. It's, like, it's Latina, L-A-T-E-E-N, for teenagers. Oh, Latina Power. And in that curriculum is for prevention and early intervention. And we are giving that, that curriculum in different schools. Uh, mm -hmm. Very shortly, we'll be done at here the Santana School District, and mm -hmm. we did it in several schools already, with much successful, much success. And we are doing it um, an evidence-based program with uh, that Pepperdine University is doing the research with us. So it's going to be awesome. it's, it's good. Thank you for things coming. I know, and you, you're always surprising us with new projects and new books. Uh, you've been an award winner, winner at the International Latino Book Awards. Yes. Do you have, uh, you want to show some of the books? Oh, yeah. My, my first book is um, this one, Love, Sex, and Relationships, A Guide for the Latina um, Couple. Because the relationships between men and women change drastically when they yes. come to the U U.S. We all know that. We how know that. <laughs> we change rapidly. So that's my first one. My second one is Latina Power, the yellow one over there. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and that's Latina Power for women empowerment. And also to change all of our complaints, everything that we see so negative about ourselves, to switch the light and make it positive. Yes, I call it change your channel. Change mm. your channel. And focus on the good. Okay, so that's probably the <laughs> change your channels. Yes. My third book is Parents Who Cheat. 
how infidelity affects the children because many books have been reading about infidelity and how it affects him, how it affects her, but, but we forget the about the children because it yes. does affect the children, especially trust issues. Mm -hmm. So that's this book. The other book that I wrote is uh, that one with the hearts, with the beautiful hearts, mm -hmm. and that's uh, based on Latina power, but it's about domestic violence, how to say no to abusive relationships. Mm -hmm. The next one coming up will be about trauma, how to deal with trauma. And of course, I did a chapter here in Count of Me for Las Comadres para las Américas. Yes, that's awesome, which I happen to be one of the comadres, and I see some of the artwork as well that you display on the, yeah, on the from, back wall. From Laura Lopez Cano. Yes. Beautiful art. Beautiful art and highlighting. And then all of these awards that you have here, I know you have more in your other office, so she's only sharing a few of her awards. Yes. What do these represent to you when you see these awards? It, when, when I'm getting an award, I see that I'm doing some kind of an impact, at least in, in one person. Of course, I think more than one. And mm -hmm. I think that we all of us have a huge responsibility with our community. And I have been gifted in many ways with uh, the possibilities of work of working in what I'm doing now, working with the Latino community. So when I receive an award for me, it's, um, it's a sense of responsibility. On one side is telling me thank you and, and I really appreciate somebody is appreciating me, of course, but in, soon after that, soon after I receive an award for me is, hey, I have to be responsible and I have to continue doing the things because there's so much to do. Uh, in our, our community is hurting in so many ways, so there's so much to do, so it's a tremendous sense of responsibility for me. Yes, and, and, and we are so happy and proud that you do all of this uh, amazing work and you're helping so many lives and, and empowering people with knowledge and information that they need in order to continue living a healthy life. So thank you for your work. Thank you. And, uh, That's why I love media. I yes. love TV and I love radio and I love everything that uh, uh, is media. I developed my own magazine, but it's so Yes, cold. tell us about it's, that because I was like, okay, so how, when do you find time to run the magazine and then also continue to be on, on radio, right? You still continue? Uh, I can't tell you that I'm running my magazine now because, we, because of the financial crisis, I have to dedicate my time to let Casa de la Familia continue mm. its existence. If I would yeah. continue with the magazine, I wouldn't be able to push Casa de la Familia in a time of a crisis. So I but have you to put that behind. For a long time. Yes, I have to put yeah. that behind, uh, mm -hmm. but I will catch up again with yeah. that one. It's kind of so, like a little break then. Yeah, you, it's you a little break. So many years. It's a little break. <laughs> I will come break. back to that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we look forward to that. And uh, uh, they have a new one. Do you want to know what? Yes, and I wanted to know about your new project. So my new project. Well, one I said already. It's gonna, I'm going to write about trauma. It will be one of the um, workbooks from Latina Power. Mm -hmm. But I also wrote songs. You know what? I think that we all Latinos like to dance, like yes, to sing, yes. and you know we are very musical. That's right. So I decided to write songs about domestic violence. Brilliant. And uh, I can't sing them, unfortunately. <laughs> in my f next life, I will. But in this one, I can't. But you're, so, you're writing the lyrics? <laughs> I wrote the lyrics. I already did. Awesome. And I will very soon have the CD, the first CD done. Wow. Uh, not, not, I'm not singing on it. So, <laughs> not, so you don't have to worry about that one. Oh, but uh, I hope it will be good. Uh, the goal of that one will be for women to be able to uh, make them own 
and be able to sing the freedom of, uh, of their lives and not being uh, in those relationships that are suffocating them and, and killing their souls. Yes, so and, and the music plays such an important part of our lives. And mm -hmm. when we continue to listen the negatives or the, you know, this or that, that it continues to put the poison or the bad experiences in our head, mm -hmm. then we, we, we think it's okay. So I'm so happy to hear that you're poor, creating these new lyrics for other people to sing and hopefully women will take it to work out to you know to the a game yeah. or you know yeah. and be inspired as well yeah. through the music yeah. and the lyrics and awesome. just have fun with it well thank you so much for being part of latino reads we look oh, forward it's a to pleasure to continue to see your beautiful work and uh, and highlight you because you deserve it. You're doing a fantastic job and we're proud that you're part of our Latinas. Thank you. A shine and glow. Thank you. So we'll <laughs> see you soon. Uh, thank you for joining Latino Reads. Welcome to Latino Reads, a weekly inspirational video podcast that highlights award-winning authors and leaders, exposes viewers to all types of books, and motivates thinking on a variety of topics. Enjoy!